Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome to the show, Fifth Street Soccer, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and on Sirius XM, Channel 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick Eber, along with Nick Webster. And uh, just as you thought we were in for an epic run to the end of the various seasons, well, like coitus interruptus, the international calendar knocks on the door just when you're getting hot and heavy with your special one ruining the mojo. Yes, it is an international break again. We'll look at some of the matchups and also some of the matches that have already happened today. Scotland humiliated by Kazakhstan. Borat in full attendance, losing 3-0 to the 117th best team in the world. We will ask what on earth is happening north of the border. Plus, Madrid I, I Eriksson, sorry, feels the heat again. And his Neymar also headed to the Bernabeu. We've got it all. 800-878-7529. 800-878-PLAY. Nick Webster. Once again, our plate is full, even if it is an international week. And you even missed the big, big, big news. Lionel Messi returning to Argentina for the first time since the World Cup finals in Russia. Will he finally be anointed the world's greatest footballer? All he has to do is win a World Cup. Well, Nick, I think uh, it's going to be waiting a while for that. By the way, speaking of Argentines, apparently Gonzalo Higuain being sent packing at the end of the season. Oh, so much to talk to both in the prep out in the Premier League International. Just, just a note, Nick, we did a show about promotion and relegation. And surprisingly, and I was actually very surprised, but it has uh, sparked off a more than passionate debate on our Twitter feed. Uh, I'm at Nick Geber. He's at Nick Webster. Uh, you know, literally hundreds of messages going back and forth. So this is a topic we will revisit again. Maybe we'll bring back Bob Caldwell from Collisar and Latham, who is the preeminent football attorney here in the States, to talk about some of the legalities. Don't worry, folks. We're not going to let this one go. All right. This is Fifth Street Soccer. Nick Geber, Nick Webster with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211. We're also on the award-winning Sirius XM app. We'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform who are listening to us on the American Forces Network as well, as well as, of course, iTunes and iHeart and, I don't know, just about everywhere you want to be. But we will be back here in three minutes because we have to go to break. You stay with us. In the meantime, get those phone lines lit, 800-878-7529. Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. We'll be right back after this. 
It's a trick. Your office throwing you all a little turny viewing party. They're trying to cage you in with cold pizza, one measly television, and if you're lucky, some watery beer and a paper cup. Don't be fooled, they're still expecting you to do some work. So while everyone's distracted, throwing up mousy high fives and trying to impress the boss with their hilariously bad bracket picks, make a break for B-dubs. There's no work at B-dubs. Buffalo Wild Wings. Please drink responsibly. It's so nice now that the kids are asleep. Cheers. We got the kids, our house... A stable income? Checking off all the boxes. But there's one box we haven't checked off. What's that? Life insurance. We don't need to think about that now. We're young. That's why now is the best time. Life insurance gets more expensive the older you get. But I don't have time to do a blood test. It's such a hassle to meet with someone just to get a quote. Not with Ethos. Ethos? It's a modern kind of life insurance. You just answer four quick questions at GetEthos.com and get a free instant quote. No pushy salespeople. And no medical exams required for policies covering under a million dollars. You can apply online in just 10 minutes. 10 minutes? Let's do it. Hmm. But then what will we do for the rest of the night? I'm sure we can think of something. (laughs) Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Give a powerful print promotion a try. If your business needs marketing materials and you haven't tried Staples, now's the time. Because right now, you can earn 100% back in rewards on your first in-store print and marketing services purchase up to $100. From presentations to banners, Staples can make your business look great. Earn 100% back in rewards. Staples. There's a whole lot in store. For customers who have not made a full-service print and marketing purchase since 3118, exclusions apply. Ends 32319. See associate for details. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a Simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 That's 800-603-0885 Sex and drugs and rock and roll Three of my favorite things going on right there. Uh, welcome back to the show. The Street Soccer, Nick Geber and Nick Webster with you. Uh, Nick, you know, should we be excited about match day one of the interminable Euro qualifiers? Well, we should if England do the business. Um, look, I'm, lo- I'm looking at these two uh, qualifiers right now as prep for the Nations Cup semifinal. Yeah where we're going to take on Holland in uh, in Portugal in June. And I think this is a great opportunity for Gareth Southgate to have a look at a couple of players, most notably Declan Rice, who's got himself in a bit of bother thanks to a uh, 
ill-advised tweet back when he was a wee lad of 16. And uh, James, James Ward-Prowse of Southampton, who's been in electrifying form. Uh, it's also a good opportunity for Harry Kane and Deli Alley to get some match time under their legs uh, if you're a Tottenham Hotspur fan. And, you know, to be fair, the, the England national team has been putting a lot of smiles on people's faces um, over the last, I want to say, 12 to 18 months. So I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of glad to see uh, England play again. As for the rest of the countries, well, don't really give a toss and uh, really gleeful about what happened to Scotland. I mean, that is one of the great stories. I mean, well, Kazakhstan, 120th in the world, and they've turned over the Scots 3 nothing. Oh, yeah. how low can you go? Yeah, I want to talk about that, Nick. I want to spend a bit of time on that. But I want to ask you, I didn't see uh, Gareth Southgate. I didn't really read in great detail about Southgate's uh, squad. Is he taking Hudson-Odoi? Hudson-Odoi has also made the team. And you know what? Harry Kane, the England skipper, was saying that Hudson-Odoi has looked absolutely blinding in training. Yeah. And so I think there's a really good chance that he's going to get some playing time. Uh, I really like what I've seen from Hudson-Odoi uh, in his limited cameo roles for Chelsea this year. I just wish Sari would give him a bit more time. But, I mean, there's a couple of players at Chelsea that I'd love to see get more playing time. You know, Loftus-Cheek, Hudson-Odoi. I mean, they're young English players. They are really exciting. They get on the ball. They want to play football on the right foot, on the front foot. Um, and perhaps they're going to get more playing time with England than they do with their club side. But I think the the youth movement that... Southgate brought in uh, prior to the World Cup is is really paying dividends for the national team right now. Nick Hudson Odoi, he's I think he's eighteen or nineteen, right? I mean, he's a really young. Yeah, he's a teenager, just like Jaden Sancho, and we're going to get to see him uh, over these two games as well because I think you know Southgate's pretty pretty smart, pretty canny manager, and he realizes that it's important to give these young players some playing time, especially in an environment where the pressure is not massive. And, I mean, let's be honest, the two games that England are going to play in uh, in these Euro 2020 qualifiers, not the toughest in the world, and you would expect the three Lions to uh, start off the tournament with six points and, and top the group. And, uh, you know, they, there's a number of ways they can qualify for the Euros this time around, winning the Nations Cup, or, or winning their respective uh, league in uh, in uh, qualifying for the Euros. Well, it's the Czech Republic and Macedonia that England are going to place. I think that's tomorrow and uh, I want to say Tuesday. Um, I don't think the Czech Republic is necessarily going to be a pushover, although it is at Wembley. But look, I think it's much more likely that England could potentially qualify by winning the Nations League. I mean, they're in the semi-finals. Who's in that with them? Portugal. Um, Switzerland and Holland. Yeah, Portugal, Switzerland, and Holland. Now, the one team that really would get me worried there are the Dutch because they won today, and the Dutch team really is looking very, very good, Nick. I mean, they beat Belarus 4 0, albeit it was, you know, Belarus and it was in Holland. But, you know, the Dutch are back and back with a vengeance. Well, they are back. You know, Wijnaldum and uh, Virgil van Dijk, uh, two players that you're very familiar with, uh, was certainly central to that cruising victory but i just want to go back to the czech republic i i I think you're caught in a time warp nick you know 20 years ago the czech republic were were decent Uh, i do remember a time when they got to the final of the euros back in 1996 where we failed miserably on penalties once again to the germans so 20 years ago the czech republic was mustard uh these days they are absolutely crap 
Um, so there, there should be no problems in, in winning that game. But yeah, you're right about this Dutch team. And I think Holland have taken, you know, they've, they've looked over the channel to what England have done with the young players. And they've really made a commitment to blooding youngsters and also, you know, relying on these experienced old heads. So it's a real good mixture of players and it's beginning to pay dividends. And look, at the end of the day, world football needs the clockwork orange. We need Holland yeah. uh, to be in major tournaments. And the fact that they have not qualified uh, after making the World Cup finals, I mean, the semis in 20, uh, the final in 2010, the semifinals in 2014, to not qualify in 2018, really, I, I, I think we missed out on seeing them. I think so too, Nick. But, you know, you talk about 1996 like it was that long ago. Seriously, I have unpaid bills still from 1996. And, I, and my I wardrobe. Know, I, know. And and I, I have one of them. I have one of them in my hand right now. I'm sure. And Nick, my wardrobe, it's still the same from 1996. Yeah. Uh, nothing's changed with you, Nick. <laughs> I, I think the other big result, the other big result was uh, Belgium yeah. uh, in Russia. You know, these were two, two, of, the, two of the fairy tale teams from, uh, from last summer and uh, Russia not being able to keep up their momentum in, in the tournament. Uh, Belgium, though, Relying on that little man, that little genius, the pocket yeah. battleship, Eden Hazard, who scores twice, uh, wins that game 3-1. So, you know, great result for Belgium. Russia, a little bit of work to do in that in that regard. Yeah, but were you expecting anything else from Russia? Russia? I mean, that was really the home the home uh, tournament bounce that they get. You can ask U.S. soccer about it. That For them, it's they've made it an art form. Uh, Russia found, obviously, playing at home in front of the eyes of Vladimir, where if you do not succeed, you will find yourself in Gulag, uh, made a big difference in their motivation. Uh, also, I think, you know, the distance, the weather, uh, all of that sort of stuff affected opposition, and people once again underestimated Russia, but no more. They run across Belgium, you're right, although in Brussels, and it is a 3-1 victory, and the Ruskies are disappointed enormously. Uh, Nick, a couple of other results of interest. Uh, uh, not all that, all that many of them. <laughs> uh, Cyprus. I mean, this was a barn burner, beating San Marino 5-0. Could hardly control my excitement about that. Uh, we talked about Slovakia. We haven't talked about Croatia beating Azerbaijan. That's another, that's another country, Nick, whose sort of luster has come off massively over the last few years. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we could, we could throw Germany into that mix. I mean, they, they're trying to uh, really rehabilitate themselves after that embarrassment in Russia. They took on Serbia and uh, came out with a 1-1 draw, although I think that match was marred by a really tasty tackle on Leroy Sanna. I mean, uh, they're saying uh, it was a real leg breaker. Uh, so, uh, I hope Sané is going to be fit enough for uh, Manchester City's run-in. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of new young faces for the Germans. Uh, I mean, Neuer is still in goal. But other than that, I mean, it's 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 a whole brand-new look for uh, Yogi Lowe. And, yeah, I, I give Lowe a lot of credit, you know. He's 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 taken some real stick. And uh, he's, he's stuck to his guns. He's been some of the old guard. And he's, and he's brought some new faces in and he's taken a chance. And, you know, you, you, I think you've got to give uh, a manager a lot of credit for that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it is. Uh, they, they will be playing a uh, big match, obviously, for Germany is going to be uh, Germany-Holland play, taking place in Amsterdam 
on Sunday. That is the one you're going to watch because that's a bit of a uh, – there's a match with some history in there, namely the history of World War Two. All right, folks, uh, we're going to have to step aside and take – well, it's true, Nick. You can laugh all you want, but you know it is true, right? I mean, Germany-Holland is uh, not exactly a friendly – uh, match even at the best of times. So. Well, maybe you can, uh, you know, tell tell the listeners why there is uh, such a uh, such a feeling of uh, animosity between well, the Germans. How about the word invasion? Ho <laughs> ho! All right, uh, we're going to step aside, take a break. This is Fifth Street Soccer. Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. Find us on Twitter. I am at Nick Eber. He is at Nick Webster. And if you'd like to call us in the studio, you can do that. His phone is call is free, so don't be cheap. 800-878-7529. 800-878-PLAY. We'll be right back after this. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. All right, uh, welcome back to the show. This week, Southwest Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Dan Patrick Sports here on Sirius XM211. I'm not Dan Patrick, neither is my co-host. He's not Dan Patrick either. Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you, and we are talking about uh, the Euro qualifiers and the international friendlies, as Germany had, I believe today, was it today or yesterday was Germany's friendly, Nick? It was today, yeah. It was today, yeah, with the, against Serbia, where we were talking about the uh, potential injury to Leroy Sané. Uh, Nick Webster, let's talk about Scotland for a minute, because they get absolutely <laughs> tonked. Uh, by Kazakhstan of all, and now I thought they were rate, they were ranked 117th. You're telling me they're ranked 120th. Nick, how much has the globalization of the game, the Premier League, uh, and just the movement of the sport, the evolution of the sport in general, left behind countries like Wales and Scotland? And and really, how how much of an effect do you think the uh, the dissolution of the home internationals have been well i think the home internationals has been a huge blow to the ability of scotland and wales to you know blood different players and in in competitive in competitive environments on home soil but look at the end of the day i mean scotland are just horrible you know alex mcleish is a dinosaur um he should be let go immediately I mean, losing to Kazakhstan is just, it's, it's, it's beyond terrible. And, you know, I was thinking about Scotland on my, on my drive home. And, I, you know, I remember, and this is way, way back, 1978, okay? Scotland yeah. during the World Cup finals, England blew it against uh, Italy. And I was thinking about that team, and it was the likes of Graham Souness, John Robertson, Kenny Dalgleish, Alan Hansen. I mean, we're talking about world-class players archie gemmel i mean this, this scotland were fantastic they had they had players that could possibly play in any team on the planet back in the in the 70s and even the early 80s and the, and the fact that they've fallen so far is just a real uh a damnation of of scottish football what they're doing at the at the youth level and the fact that the uh, Scottish Premier League is run by one club and one club only, and that that one club really doesn't even have that many Scottish players on the books. Right. So, you know, if, if Scotland want to find their way back into uh, world football, I mean, I think currently the Scots are ranked 50th. Uh, they're certainly going to fall after this humiliation. Uh, they really need to do something from the ground up in terms of their youth clubs and the academy system within the Scottish Premier League. Yeah, so, uh, Nick, who are the two top scorers uh, in history for Scotland? Don't look well, it up. Well, one must be Kenny Dalgleish. Right. I'm sure of that. It is. And the, and the other one would be, oh, I'll take a wild stab and say Joe Jordan. How about Dennis Law, Nick? Dennis Law, the king. I, I mean, come on. I mean, there have been such incredible names that have played for Scotland. And, uh, I mean, look, I, I think they were missing Andy Robertson today and, 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 and a couple of other players, but that still doesn't matter. I mean, they should be doing the business 
regardless against the likes of Kazakhstan. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's embarrassing. In fact, I, I've just I've just pulled up some of some of the great names: Jimmy Johnston, Gary McAllister, Danny McCain, Billy Bremner. I mean, come on, Ali McCoist, Ian St. John, Gordon Strachan. Yeah, I no, mean, these are some fantastic man. players who have, have, have pulled on the, the the blue shirt of Scotland. And the, the fact that they're so bad, I mean, Scotland have not qualified for a major tournament since 1998. I don't think your kids were even born then, were they? 1998? Yeah, yeah. My, kid, my kids were born in 1998. Yes, they were. Well, my That's, two I mean, oldest I, ones. My, my, my youngest one was not. He was not even... We're a... talking 21 years since Scotland qualified for a major major tournament. And, you know, I can't believe that people within the Scottish FA aren't asking questions. Why? Maybe they don't want... Maybe they're not going to like the answers. Maybe they know the answers. Maybe they don't need to answer the question. I mean, look, Scotland itself is a very small country. I think a number of players that possibly would be eligible for Scotland would prefer to be would prefer to play for England. Uh, most most of them uh, can p- probably pick and choose depending on where they were born, parentage, lineage, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think that's a problem. Uh, the Scottish Premier League is not seen as a uh, world-topping league anymore. It's got two behemoth teams in there, both of whom struggle in Europe against uh, teams of low to middling rank. So, I mean, I think the luster is all off in Scotland, period. And I think until Scotland can decide where it wants to be, where it wants to go, and how it wants to develop and push players through, they're forever going to be in trouble, Nick. Well, look, I I, I want to do a contrast and compare. New Zealand, population 4.7 million. They have a team known as the All Blacks. Okay, this team is unbeatable. They are the best rugby team on the planet and have been the best rugby team on the planet for a hundred plus years. Scotland, population 5.5 million and their pants, pants, their rugby team's better than their football team. Alcohol. (laughs) Although the Kiwis aren't too bad at that themselves, are they? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't think alcohol is an excuse. I mean, I, I think there is there's something desperately wrong within the foundations of Scottish football. I think the, the, the Welsh managed to turn it around because uh, their, their youth game is far superior to Scotland. Even the, even the Irish, give the Irish some credit. It's uh, Northern Ireland have, have managed to qualify for a, for a major tournament. Uh, Scotland, I mean, just disappeared completely. I mean, if, 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 I was a, if I was a Scottish player, I would seriously look at my uh, heritage and see if I could play for one of the other home nations rather than Scotland right now. But, Nick, I think that is exactly what's happening. I mean, isn't that what's happening? A lot of players that might be eligible to play for Scotland are deciding they don't want to uh, because the stage isn't big enough. So they're deciding to move on to England uh, and, and, and play for the bigger stage. And certainly... Uh, the way it is right now with Southgate, who's looking at all the young players and giving opportunity to players based on merit uh, rather than some supposed big name that they've had stagnating for the last five years. It now seems like the land of opportunity. Well, I mean, cert- certainly is the land of opportunity, but there's a, there's a lot more competition as well to work your way into the English squad. I think what Scotland need is they need a sexy manager. I mean, Wales have got Mr. Giggsy. Um, yeah, even the Irish have, have, got, have gone back with Mick McCarthy, and who's certainly more sexy than uh, 
old McLeish. I mean, come on, Alex McLeish wasn't he was a he was at Villa for like two seconds. Um, you know, get get a great name. Find somebody who has a little bit of a star appeal. There's got to be a Scottish manager out there with some star appeal. Or there's someone who's unemployed right now. Get the special one. Get Jose Mourinho. Okay, Nick, Get him so, to be the manager of Scotland. All right, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a, a name, and, and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind, all right? Alex McLeish. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Moldy Haggis. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's exactly. I would have said Haggis if you, if you asked me. Oh yeah, he is. Uh, he is an anachronism, has been, and uh, I doubt very much he'll be at the post beyond the next few hours, Nick, because the repercussions of this humiliating defeat to Borat and uh, company is uh, is definitely echoing through the hallowed chambers of the Scottish FA. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And for Scotland, I mean, this was a game that they simply had to win because their group in the qualifier you know, is a little bit tough. I mean, they're, they're mixed in with Belgium, Russia, Cyprus, Kazakhstan, and San Marino. And, you know, I mean, look, they've got San Marino next. If you can't wallop 10 past San Marino, you might as well pack it in completely. But for many in the Scottish camp, they, they looked at their first two games and were like, oh, that's an easy six points. We'll be top of the group tied with either Belgium or Russia. Well, now, right. now they're going to they're be at the bottom of the group tied with San Marino if they're not careful. Yeah, it is shocking. And, of course, uh, to be even more shocking, if I were to tell you that topping the group right now is Cyprus and then Kazakhstan. <laughs> you know, two perennial football powerhouses right there, Nick. Powerhouses, I tell you. Well, I mean, Cyprus is known for its creative banking. And as you mentioned, Kazakhstan, I mean, it's it's the home of Barat. I mean, come on. Uh, the, the the powers that be of UEFA just must be going, oh, no, what have we done here? We're, we've made this tournament into a laughing stock. Well, but Nick, isn't this in many ways a precursor to what's going to happen when they open up the World Cup to 153,000 teams? And we start looking at the World Cup groups and saying, oh, look, how exciting. It's Kazakhstan against uh, San Marino. Because that's what's going to happen, Nick. Well, that is what's going to happen. And I think we'll, we'll see more of these crazy results as, you know, the, the, the big boys. I'm not going to call Scotland a big boy, but as, as maybe the uh, second tier of world football thinks, oh, yeah, come on, it's only San Marino. Well, you know, we'll have a couple of pints the night before the game. And all of a sudden, because they're not 100% on it and San Marino have decided that this is their day to really go for it, we're going we're gonna to see these shock results. And uh, it's going to be really embarrassing for the powers that be because at, at the end of the day, I mean, there's, there's just no way a Scotland should ever lose to Kazakhstan. In fact, you Scottish people out there, come on, call up, defend your rubbish team because they really are minging. Eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine eight hundred eight seven eight. Play. Uh, give us a call here in the studio. Find us on Twitter. I'm at Nick Kieber. Uh, he is at Nick Webster. Uh, we're going to step aside, take a break here in just a minute. When we come back, let's talk more about the uh, European qualifiers. Let's talk about the international friendlies. Let's talk about some transfer news and rumblings that are emanating from around the world of football. We've got it all for you, folks, right here on 5th Street Soccer. Once again, 800-878-7529. Or you can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com forward slash 5th Street Sports Talk. 
We are, of course, part of the History Sports family. All right, Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063-800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit, a match. Robert Half understands that. We know you need someone who can do the work, someone who complements your culture. And, of course, you need that someone fast. When it all comes together, it makes for a perfect fit. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the matching experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com radio for more information. It's a trick. Your office throwing you all a little turny viewing party. They're trying to cage you in with cold pizza, one measly television, and if you're lucky, some watery beer and a paper cup. Don't be fooled. They're still expecting you to do some work. So while everyone's distracted, throwing up mousy high fives and trying to impress the boss with their hilariously bad bracket picks, make a break for B-dubs. There's no work at B-dubs. Buffalo Wild Wings. Roar! Please drink responsibly. Come on, kids. We're late. Honey, the car won't start. Mom, the dog just sat on my science project. Life can be stressful, but getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's Ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. At GetEthos.com, there are no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork or meetings with pushy representatives. It only takes 10 minutes to apply. And you can rest assured knowing you've taken steps to protect your family. And in most cases, with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind for less than a cup of coffee a day with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover how uncomplicated life insurance can be at Ethos. Get your free instant quote and submit your complete application in minutes. Just go to GetEthos.com. That's E-T-H-O-S. GetEthos.com. GetEthos.com. Street Software, Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 11, Nick and Nick with you here. Nick, uh, you know, as we look at these, oh, and we laugh, okay, I mean, look, we, we look, we have a little laugh. By the way, the U.S. national team obviously playing a friendly as we speak, uh, you know, it's nil-nil uh, as we uh, currently for the U.S. men's national team against Ecuador. They do have a game coming up later against Chile on Tuesday. Um, I wanted to, We're going to talk about that briefly here in a little bit, but Nick... 
you know, as as we have a little bit of a laugh about about the Euros and 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 the mighty Azerbaijan and the mighty Liechtenstein and the mighty Malta and Moldova, uh, you know, the fact is, Nick, that with an expansion to forty eight teams, which is what FIFA is recommending, uh, and in, in point of fact, trying to get done for the Qatar World Cup, and I think in in some ways they're trying to do it to uh, save a little face uh, from this situation in Qatar. They want to spread it around the Gulf states. Um, We'll be adding three more teams from UEFA, four more teams from Africa, four more teams from the Asian Football Federation, two one-and-a-half teams. We'll go to six from Conmebol. We're going to go to six-and-a-half teams in CONCACAF. Oceania is going to get a full spot, and there's a one for the host country, or if it's you know co-hosted, then too. Uh, Nick, I mean, do we really want to see 16 UEFA teams in the World Cup? Or let me put it this way: uh, from the Asian Football Federation, do we want to see eight eight teams? Well, I think the the interesting thing would be how do, how does the math work? You know, so how many how many teams, how many countries are there in UEFA? that potentially can qualify for the World Cup. Uh, because it seems like South America, which is a massive country, gets hard done by because they've, <laughs> they've only got 10 countries in South America. Meanwhile, there's like 60 in Europe, which is half the size of South America. Maybe we'll have to uh, create some new countries in, in South America so that the uh, it gets more equitable um, in terms of s- spots. Or is it Europe? I'm, I'm not even sure how that's going to work out. But, yeah. I, I think it's it's going to create so many more meaningless games for right. the neutral. Now, don't get me wrong for for the for the players and the fans of the the small fry that make it to a World Cup. It's it's a you know it's it's a once in a lifetime experience. Um, but it, but, but on, Nick. I mean, how much fun is it going to be getting tonked eight nothing? Well, that's right. I mean, it, it's a one in a lifetime experience for the five people that live in San Marino, but the other two hundred million people or billion people around the world that are eagerly watching these matches on TV, watching them get beaten by Germany fifteen hundred nil, isn't going to be fun for anybody because there are three team groups, Nick. Which means you're going to have the, the way they're going to have to seed this thing is you're going to have one strong team. One mediocre team and Liechtenstein. <laughs> you know how, how does how is that make of the group stages? It's going to make the group stages a complete and utter joke. Because what's going to happen is uh, the Liechtenstein's or the middle teams of the world just going to park the bus, Nick. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not even sure how how the format is going to work with 48 teams. I mean, like you mentioned, the three three team groups just doesn't seem to make any sense whatsoever. And then you go straight from that into a knockout tournament of 32 teams. But I mean, part of the drama of the world cup is the, is the group stages. Yeah. And the fact that like, and and this last past world cup was a perfect example. The fact that you've, you've got a Germany that doesn't make it out of the group, but going into the last match day, the permutations were fantastic. Germany could have won the group. They could have finished second, and instead they finished dead last. Uh, with with your three teams in a group, that's completely out the window. And as, as you just rightly pointed out, you know the the big boys, they're not going to lose to a Liechtenstein in group play in the World Cup. 
Right. And, and, and in and, fact, what they're going to do is they're just going to play the res- reserves, which it defeats the objects of being in the World Cup because the World Cup's the highlight for any player. It's the pinnacle of the sport. And it's why we want to see Lionel Messi win a World Cup so he can take the crown of the world's greatest player. And he's not going to be able to take that crown if he's bloody playing Liechtenstein. Yeah, right, getting injured. Uh, you know, but the other uh, the other knock-on effect of this, Nick, that we really haven't discussed, that, that we should, especially in light of the qualifying uh, today, now, albeit it's not World Cup qualifying, it's qualifying for the Euros, but with a 48-team World Cup, Nick, World Cup qualifier qualifying, it it's a joke. I mean, if you've got... Uh, in CONCACAF, eight teams qualifying with the USA, the current, um, that's the top eight teams in CONCACAF are going to qualify. I mean, is that interesting to you? I mean, do we just turn it off? Every match is essentially a friendly? Who cares? Well, CONCACAF qualifying is a bit of a snoozer, uh, except for the last time around when somehow the USA. Uh, the world's richest country with a population of 350 million people managed to completely and utterly bungle it. Uh, I mean, I don't see that happening this time around. But yeah, CONCACAF World Cup qualifying. I mean, why bother? I mean, it's it's like, let's just see who can cut the top of a cornflakes box and, and send that one in as their qualification ticket rather than these silly games and and the pathetic, well, you know, you try and play Guatemala on a steamy Tuesday night, you know, uh, that that old chestnut doesn't work with me anymore. Yeah, I'll tell you, Nick, I would be, I wish FIFA would leave it alone and would instead focus in on growing and investing in women's football. Sounds crazy. I know it coming from me. But, you know, it is... You want to, if you want to find growth in the game, you're not going to find it by bringing Curacao into the regular, you know, mix of the elites of world football. You're going to find it in the women's game, which is starting to grow, starting to get traction. Great story in England, Nick. Uh, the women's uh, professional league there, which is called, uh, you will, you will know the name of it, I believe, right? It's called. Uh, um, I don't know, women's football that's at a high level. <laughs> so tell you how much I follow it. But they just got a massive sponsorship, Nick. And, uh, you know, it's it's really opening up that whole notion of the women's game, professional game abroad. It means less players are going to want to rush to the U.S. to play because there's now going to be, uh, there's now going to be opportunity in uh, England itself. So, uh, you know, I'd rather see FIFA... Uh, you know, focus in on uh, on stuff like that than trying to expand. You know, trying to milk the uh, trying to milk the uh, the golden goose, get it to lay a few more golden eggs for it. I think they might find that there are other plenty of golden geese out there. They've just got to look for them. Well, you talk about the women's game just in, just in the midweek. Sixty thousand people uh, attended a, a game for Atletico Madrid for a it's it's a women's world record game. Yeah. Uh, they they showed up at the Wanda Metropolitano. Uh, for a game, Atletico against Barcelona. And uh, the ticket prices were next to nothing. It was something like, you know, 10 euros to get in. And there's there's definitely, there's a demand. And as as you pointed out, you know, Barclays have just ponied Barclays up 10 million pound in sponsorship money for the WSL. Uh, there's going to be a big game in Italy next week. Juventus have got the women's team going. And in fact, you know, there was a, there was a European game uh, just yesterday between Chelsea and PSG. 
and the French fans, you're going to love this, were caught with drugs, knives and knuckle dusters at a women's game. <laughs> Chelsea won that game 2-0. But it's great to see that the Hoolies, they're not just all about the men's game, Nick. No, they'll show up to the women as well and get it on. So, so Nick, I think we might be in agreement here. Let's ask Gianni Infantino, other than opening up American soccer to promotion relegation with some firm, stern warnings. But please, don't milk. Just stop milking this milk cow of the World Cup. Leave it the way it is. I don't want to see Germany beat San Marino 15-0. That's not a match I'm going to stay up till 3 in the morning to watch. No one is. Focus in and help grow footballing at the grassroots level. And for God's sake, let's start growing the women's game and investing in it. We've got the 2019 uh, FIFA World Cup uh, coming up here in uh, in June, I think, in France, Nick. Let's focus in on that. Let's, let's focus in on helping to build women's professional leagues around the world because, Nick, it, you know, it's going to be twice the football. Well, I think what these clowns at FIFA don't seem to realize, you know, that they, they look at the World Cup and and as their golden goose, and rightly so, you know, with, with the current format, I mean, it, it really is something special. And, and as we agreed, Russia was, was a great tournament. But by cheapening it, by opening it up to every Tom, Dick and Harry, they are diluting what the World Cup is all about. And we've already said before that it's not the best football in the world. The best football in the world is the Champions League. But what the World Cup can do, it can provide drama. When it provides drama on a global scale, it really is the best game in the world. What they are doing right now is they are thinking only of greed, only of money. And by opening it up, they think to themselves, well, we can get more TV money from, you know, all these different TV broadcasters. But I think they're going to find out that your true, your, your, your fans of the game are going to be like, well, this is crap. Yeah. I'm not going to watch this. And we're going to see that the viewing figures are going to start tumbling down. And then all of a sudden the sponsors go, you know what? I'm not forking out $50 million for this rubbish anymore. And then FIFA's going to be in big, big trouble. And they're going to have to backtrack. And as we all know, it's very hard to backtrack once you've let the horse out of the barn. Yeah, it, it really is. There's no doubt about it. And uh, I think it's a huge mistake. Uh, uh, if, in the same way that you and I sort of come to this show today, as I mentioned in the open, it's a bit like coitus interruptus. You know, if you if you have a, a special one, a spouse or some significant other, and you have children, you'll know what we're talking about. You know, you're getting hot and heavy and steamy and the door's knocked and all of a sudden someone's crying outside the door, interrupting your moments together. Uh, that's how I feel. I mean... You know, we've taken the full excitement, Nick, of the Premier League and the Champions League and, and the Europa League even this time around. And, and, and you know, we, we, we are stopping the clocks for Germany, uh, Serbia, a friendly match for uh, Kazakhstan, Cyprus, San Marino, Northern Ireland, Estonia. It's just It's just all the timing's all wrong. Maybe what we need to do, Nick is to take the summer before the Euros and just block off three weeks and say, hey, this is when all the qualifying is happening. We're not going to spread it throughout the year. We're going to give you a four-week qualifying tournament. Well, I think the national team managers would love that because they're, they're constantly you know, moaning that these little uh, five, six, seven-day breaks are not enough time for them to work with their team, work with their players. And I, I've been a big fan of that for the longest time. You know, Go three weeks in the summer 
end of the season. Yeah, the players are a bit knackered, but they're knackered anyway. And, uh, you know, and have, have the national teams work together really in a sustained period, have the mini tournament, play three, four times over that three-week period, and then let the players have a proper break. Absolutely. I wish they would do that because this this whole thing where qualifying is is spread out over months and months and months, it's, it, it doesn't build any excitement. It doesn't build momentum. I don't think coaches can really see what they need to see from players. Availability of players changes week in and week out. Uh, Nick, I think it's a disaster. I, you know what? I'm going to run for FIFA boss. First of all, I like receiving bribes. So that would be I would be imminently qualified. And uh, second of all, I think you and I have some great idea ideas. You could be the wizard behind the curtain. Oh, I like that idea, yes. Uh, and uh, you know what? I've always fancied Zurich as well. All right. <laughs> this is Mystery Soccer. Nick Eber and Nick Webster with you. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back to wrap it up here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM 211. Ooh, and let's not forget the award-winning Sirius XM app. We'll be right back after this. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? 
fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. All right, welcome back. Uh, Fifth Street Soccer, Nick and Nick with you. Nick, uh, you know, these are all... uh, these are all really good uh, questions to ask about uh, the World Cup and uh, the Euros and the qualifying and all of the rest. But uh, I guess the question I have for you is, um, do we care even about international friendlies? I really don't, although I will say the U.S. right now is up 1-0 uh, by my estimation against Ecuador. Oh, big win for uh Greg Bearholter's lads. Yeah, I was, I was, I was following the game. Um, looks like Pulisic got uh, something like sixty minutes, um, and I'm not surprised he got sixty minutes because he, he hasn't played at all, so he's probably blatantly unfit. Um, but uh, in, interesting team that he's got out there. Uh, you know, Michael Bradley's come on as a sub. Uh, Tim Reams in the Premier League. Uh, Weston McKenney in Germany. Uh, Jesse Zardes has got the goal. You know, big times ahead for the U.S. national team and Berhalter currently unbeaten as the uh, head coach. So he's got to be enjoying his start. Yeah, but absolutely. no, I hate friendlies. Yeah, I can't stand friendlies either. All right, folks, um, we'll be back with you tomorrow, actually, uh, as we are each and every weeknight. Because at 6 p.m. Pacific, Monday through Friday, Nick and I take the airwaves. You get two Nicks and a round ball. Maybe that's what we should call the show, Nick. Uh, and uh, and we like to uh, s- s- tell you how it is, how we see it. No uh, political correctness goes out the windows window here. The one thing you will f- find that differentiates our show from the other soccer shows out there are we are not a shill for U.S. soccer. We're not a shill for Major League Soccer or USL. We're not a shill for the Premier League. We just say it as it is. We say it as we see it. And we hope that you agree or disagree, but most importantly, uh, that you participate with us because at the end of the day, uh, that's what it's all about. All right, folks, we'll be back on the air with you tomorrow, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Nick and Nick, be sure to tune in. Until then, have a great night.